0: All blown away we made press in Cambodia today With you know and you never know when you make it but when you when you're a headline in Cambodia as the disgraced Lance Armstrong has a good podcast I'm like it's good to see I'm still disgraced in Cambodia it's all good Cambodia Hi, welcome back to the Stages Podcast. I'm Lance Armstrong, my buddy J.B. Hager, my co-host in the studio, another old buddy, Dylan Casey. We're talking about stage 19 that went into Salon and Provence, I think, mm-hmm. the longest stage of the tour. And what was, quite frankly, predictable and boring. Okay. So we, for most of the race, we went back and forth between the tour stage and the open at Royal Burkdale, which was not boring, but the moral of the story is it ended up not being boring jb i mean the ending it ended
1: up being exciting and it's and it was a technical a goof up i was going to say a technicality no. it was a it was a complete strategic flub uh
0: for a lot of the riders except for two of them well yeah but maybe uh, bosenhagen ba- knew well we're going to get into that cuz mm-hmm. I, I think this is a, something that we should we should break down but to me the highlights were i mean that acceleration he put forget we'll get into the roundabout and how he chose to go on the right side, whether he had Intel or what, and you know, why the other guys went the other way. But for him, he got a little gap. He looked back, saw that he had the gap, him and the other fellow, uh, aunt or aren't or whatever you say it. And he wrote, then he proceeds to ride him off the wheel. That is so hard to do when it's flat. Mm-hmm. here's a guy that's gotten second or been second twice in in two other stages been painfully close started the sprints late just just didn't have the timing uh but for him to i mean wow did he make a, i said it when he pulled it when he rode him off the wheel that may be one of the most impressive things we've seen this three weeks it, yes it's a flat day and it's a breakaway in it but i'm just telling you it's hard to ride a strong guy off the wheel and he just said i'm out yeah well, the first thing that came
1: to mind for me and is, Bosenhagen was probably arguably the strongest sprinter in the group. So you assume he's going to wait, and wait, and just out sprint
0: everyone in that in that lead group. He had when you're the, when you're in whether you're with ten guys or twenty, and everybody there knows that you're the fastest guy. Then you have the responsibility to try to keep that group together. If if three guys jump off the front, they're all going to look at you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a teammate, then you have to, he has to manage his energy. He has to pull, he has to pull them back. but he also has to save his energy because if, if it comes down to a 10man sprint, but lo and behold, none of that
2: happened. Yeah, but sometimes when, you, when you're the guy in the group and all the responsibility of winning is on your shoulders, you have no choice but to chase every little move. There's no decisions. And so by going, he just puts it more in his own control. Yep. Well, I mean, you see how many times in small groups when they come to the line, somebody loses because they hesitated or they're trying to hedge. Whereas Boston Hogan's like, nope.
0: Well, before we get into – I just have to say this. Because we talked about it yesterday. George was in here yesterday. He he thought that BMC would be well represented in the break. He thought that Greg Van Avermaet would be – was his pick. Uh, the, the Italian guy just rolled by again. This is amazing. Um, with the, the, for those that are listening to the podcast, we talked about it on Facebook Live, but the, there is a, there is an Italian fan riding around the neighborhood with a big flag on his bike, blaring Italian music, speaking and screaming in Italian. Cowbells. Cowbells. He's just doing laps. I think he wants to get on the podcast. He does. He's he's He is. He just got on that. He 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 he's got, on. He, we're not going to see him, but... You can go to Liz Kruitz's Instagram story and you'll see him. But anyways, for for, for 20 guys to go the, the I just have to be I have to say this. For a $30 million team that has done nothing in this tour. Yes, they've had bad luck, but we're getting down to the days here where you got to do something. 20 guys go up the road. You got two of these you know, pro Conti French teams in in uh, direct whatever and Fortineo, they each put three guys in the move. Yeah. And the $30 million team can't get a guy in a 20 man break? That That is terrible. <laughs> well, not only that,
2: but then they weren't, they didn't get put on the front to pull all day, which I guarantee but, you back in the day, would, if we missed a break like that, this is what we talked about yesterday. Yeah, that's what this I want to hear. Yeah, what you, what, 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 what oh. would you
0: guys have been hearing oh. in your ear you, from? Well, your, we talked about it yesterday. The director it, was like, okay, you, you missed the move, you got to pull. All day. You have no, Team Sky. You know, Merry Christmas. But you got to pull all day. But here's the thing. The fact that they didn't get one rider in there, and the fact they didn't pull, tells me one thing. And I'm going to make this real clear. Their morale within that team is zero. From the riders to the staff to the directors to the sponsors to the man, mm-hmm. everybody, they're they're just they're walking around with their head down. <laughs> I mean, but you but. What? You're what you're really saying is is a high-profile,
2: well-paid, well-curated team. Missing a break like that is just inexcusable. Well, also, I think it doesn't matter how much money you have or how big the budget is. If you have bad morale, yep, it doesn't matter.
0: I think that's the main thing. Is they, yeah, you're right. You could spend whatever you want, and you could, you could. The morale is is just shit. Hmm. And so, and which was evidenced by the fact that even the directors look around and go, okay. We missed the move. Let's, just, let's t- just drive around today. Right.
1: And you talk, <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah. New strategy in your ear. <laughs> uh, we're just going to drive around. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you mentioned it going into today. Uh You said, look for some of the smaller teams. We talked about, George brought it up, the 11 teams that haven't had a stage win. That didn't happen today. But... Those smaller teams are like, no, we got to show dimension, something.
0: Dimension Data was one of those teams that didn't have a stage win.
1: But they, they got to show something. Yeah. they, gotta well, they some got to get some TV their, time. They got
0: their win. Yeah. Um, but let's start. The, the, the way it unfolded, I think, is it, it was in watching it. Let me back up. Anytime, most roundabouts, most roundabouts are straight. It's 50-50. You go left, you go right, you all end up in the same place. Some of them are 60-40, 70-30. Some of them are 75-25. Sometimes it's a hard right, it's a 90-degree turn to the right or the left. So obviously you got to go to the right. Uh, in the final of a race, those are the ones you really want to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know in our day, Johan would have been on the radio, stay to the right. Mm-hmm. We know what is the, <laughs> where the quote-unquote, no, not quote-unquote, we know where the shortcut is. Stay right. So... Th- Let's go to this, and I don't know how how zoomed in we can get, but this is the race. Dave, can we see this? Yeah. Anyways, you get the idea. Here's the race book, and these are all the signs that they put up along the route, and they tell you to go left. They tell you to go right. They tell you when the road narrows, if there's speed bumps, if there's a tight bend, and on the roundabouts, they actually have roundabouts that says race on the left side, race on the right side. We watched the footage. We saw Bolson Hagen and, and the other fella go to the right and get, get the shortcut. Poor guy's going to be the other fella for the rest of well, the Well, let day. me... Shit, I mean, it's I feel Arnt, bad. I think. I think it's What's Arnt. It... <laughs> Look him up. But you know, and I think... You just... get ridden off the reel like that. You, you don't, we don't get to remember your name. Oh. <laughs> Nickius Arnt. Arnt, yeah. I'm kidding. But, you... but Because it was... Let me just finish this right quick. So yeah. the... we watched them go to the right... Whether or not they were told to, to go right, we don't know. If they were, that's brilliant. They should have been told. Mm-hmm. But as we rewound it and paused it, the gendarme, the cop standing there with the yellow flag waving people that, that, that there's a traffic island, like heads up, he is standing in front of this sign. Which so would that's, show that there's a shorter sign. Well, we, we or, couldn't. Or they couldn't see the we, sign. We couldn't see the sign. Mm-hmm. But that sign might have said go right. And then they all go right. Mm hmm. But he's standing in front of the sign, yeah. And so, whether or not it was just blind luck, or whether or not, um, you know, they were told in their in their ear by the director. Sure, we don't, but you, we don't know.
2: But you got to put yourself in the position of being lucky. You know, that's half of it. But if yep. if I was in that group, I would have been spending a lot of time back at the car, saying, "Okay, let me see the book. Show mm. me the terms, Show me, you know." I would want to know everything about the last couple k.
0: By the way, Dylan, I mean, don't think for a second that all these cars don't have iPads with. That's what with, I'm saying. You know, you know, fully connected to a network, Google mm-hmm. Earth. I mean, this is this is not. Mm-hmm. We, they can see all that, right? They can see where the tree there. Oh, there's one tree out. They know it all. They should know it all.
1: So it's uh, writer's fault or the director's fault or everybody should be covering their
0: butts on this kind of stuff, this information, or, or just. Un- unlucky for the ones that went left, that the cop was standing in front of the sign. I think, and, and as we rewound it on the coverage and pause, 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 as soon as we got to the point where you might be able to see what the sign said, they cut to a different shot. So we, we don't know what the, but he was definitely standing in front of the roundabout sign. For those who didn't see it, you know, a lot of
1: people are listening to this podcast and not watching all the stages, uh, how far was this from the finish that roundabout 2k 2K. Yeah, two, One and 2, a half. 2k 2k out the breakaway two guys take the short side and leapfrogged the whole breakaway by what eight bike links
0: maybe well they they were they were you know towards the rear end of that group they were maybe guy of six and seven or something and they they once and we saw it from the helicopter angle they probably got 20 yards 20 yeah. meters which is a lot, but that's not but the thing is is when they look back and they went man it was it was impressive,
1: yeah, and again, that's Bosenhagen just putting the hammer the down the first from-
0: no when they when they when they got out of the roundabout, it was Nicky Arndt, and he's the one who put the hammer down. Bosenhagen was on the wheel, then he came around and and just floored it and I mean I'm telling you that acceleration on a flat, you just can't at this level at the professional level, dude mm mm
1: just riding them off the wheel. Right off the wheel. That's That was cool. Yep. You were impressed by that. Very. <laughs> all right. I th- you know, that was the excitement today where we weren't expecting it. Tomorrow is a very critical day, obviously. Yep. Um, and I know you guys have a lot of thoughts on it. So, Dylan, jump all over this. Yeah. It's a time trial. It's a short time trial. Why is it at such a short time trial?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's 22 and a half kilometers. I mean, most... most most time trial stages in a grand tour are between forty and sixty K. Yep. So it's like right around the hour mark, which is hard. Really
1: hard. So when they when they were mapping out this year's course, they apparently didn't want time trials to be a factor. Right. They well, wanted they, it to happen in the hills and midweek and yeah. earlier
0: in the tour. Is that uh, somewhat true you think? Yeah, I mean, they had a Frenchman in Roman Bardet get second last year, who's now sitting second this year. They they can, if you don't know this, they can pick whatever route they want. They mm-hmm. could say, we're going to ride around Paris for 22 days if they had a sprinter. And we could have one-minute time bonuses every day. <laughs> but they can customize the course. I do believe that there is favoritism in the sense that, that they also want to make for an exciting race, which, credit to them, this has been exciting, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's close. Anything can happen. Uh, but they also, too, no, looking at it going, okay, our boy... You know, what what suits him they absolutely think that way which hey it's their race they can do whatever mm-hmm. they want but one thing i will say about tomorrow's tt and that it's short and this has really nothing to do with what is going to happen or maybe it does but for those who race bikes or race tts and, and and you know you could do short ones you could do long ones. sort of the standard distance in the united states is 40 kilometers one thing that these guys will do tomorrow when the TT is short, the warm up is long. Ooh, so long. When the when the TT is long, the warm up is short. Yeah. So they have to they have to hit they have to time it right from the warm up, which tomorrow will be a longer warm up to get to the start house, to get to the ramp, you got to sit around for 3 or 4 minutes. It's it so sucks. Yeah, it sucks. and
1: you start cooling down. Yep. There's just no way oh. to stay so warm. So they
0: got to but my point is that this will be a longer warm up and they got to get to the ramp cuz as soon as they roll down the ramp it's green light. Yeah, you got to get
2: the engine open.
0: There's no time to say, "I'm going to ride into this and see how I feel." And Mm -mm. it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong right away.
1: (laughs) Do you think anyone can catch Froome with this short of a time trial, outside of any sort of mistakes or mechanicals? No, Mm -mm. it's not going to happen.
0: No, but uh, something, somebody here is going to have an issue. Somebody will have a great day, and somebody's going to have a bad day. You mean
2: physically or bad luck? Just something. You know, flat tire, crash, maybe just totally empty. Dylan, off. your
0: hair is looking dope today. Thanks, bro. Have <laughs> we gotten comments about Dylan's hair? are there, Bolchka, are there sure comments? All in?
2: It, it, I got to give all the credit to my son. Exactly.
0: He's, his son is like the next David Beckham. You should see this kid's haircut. So Dylan, like, modeled <laughs> his hair after yeah. his son. Team Casey, man. <laughs> Team but Casey. So, so, I, I just think, and I, when I say something's going to happen, I mean, with Something with one of these three guys.
1: Well, before the tour even started, a lot of people were pointing out this last time trial has... A, I learned a new word from you guys yesterday, schnock. It has mm-hmm. a yeah, schnock a little, in the middle. It's got a good schnock Definitely. in the middle. And describe the schnock. <laughs> what What does that mean in a time trial to have to do a short, quick
2: climb? Well, you know, time, I mean, time trials are all about rhythm. you got to find this right pace. And, uh, you know, I used to always think about... In a time trial it's kind of like economics, you have about so much money to spend, and you got to make sure you spend it in all the right places across that 22 and a half kilometers. So, they're going to be taking that little schnocker <laughs> into consideration as they go then, I mean, you can see, look at, the, from, look, at the,
0: look at the map, look at how technical that is. I mean, that is Dylan. If you're talking about rhythm, I see this, you can't get it, and anywhere. I'm going, Where do I get my rhythm exactly? You don't, but that's another reason. The the warm up tomorrow is critical. You ha, it has to be perfect, and these guys know what they're doing. They they, it's not they the first twenty two kilometer time trial they've done. They know how to warm up, but you know you got that rhythm is made a lot easier when you're when you're ready. And this is, I mean, look at the. Not to mention, it's on the water. Who knows what the wind will be like? But it's, wait, an, it's an individual race, but still, uh, talk about the day, Lance. I mean, r- remember what
2: these days were like, especially. When you're high up in GC, I mean, what time do you go? Oh, yeah. So
0: here's the thing. So exactly right. So most days start at noon. Right, which is already late. It's already late for most, most people start their training rides. <laughs> there goes the Italian guy again. Most people start their training rides, at these guys, at 9 or 10, but mm-hmm. these yet the stages start at noon. Chris Froome is going to start at 5 p.m. tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. So he's got a whole day to manage. Yeah, but he's
0: gonna get. He's gonna get up. He might go. He might ride the course in sure. the morning. If I were him, I'd ride that course in the morning. Yep. One last. He's probably already ridden it. Is the course just completely closed off yep. well in advance, and, yep. and riders can get mm-hmm. on it whenever they choose? I sh- yeah, I would think so. I don't know how how that works now, but assume it is. Even if you've ridden it twenty times, it ain't been closed to traffic. It's going to look different with. With no cars and the barriers, and, and not at and, full speed, yes. And, <laughs> speed. and so he's going to ride that course, and the, they're all going to ride the course in the morning. They're all going to see each other out there riding the course in the morning, and then you got to go back and uh, and have lunch at some point. I mean, probably if he starts at five, he probably eats around twelve or one, and then you just lay around. If I were him too, I mean, we talked about this in the opening time trial. Get in the car get behind go uh, watch get, yeah, go, yeah he's going to go sure. he's going to go behind Kwiatkowski tomorrow you right. watch get a good look at the course at speed yep and Kwiatkowski's going to go hard or whoever he follows yeah has to go hard to give him recon cuz his his eyes have to see it at race pace and they'll do yeah. a
2: debrief after like you know hey yep. it's set up for this corner watch the exit on this corner you know, c- coming around this one there's going to be a little hill so downshift yep that's right the wind's coming off this way all those little details will matter tomorrow, especially in a short time trial. Yep. So, barring a mechanical,
1: your predictions seem like this is wrapped up. Yes,
0: it's yeah, it's over. That, barring the mechanical, yeah, they're, 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 I don't think they can catch Chris From The one dangle one carrot. So everybody else tomorrow, Bardet is not going to catch him. That's mm-hmm. barring the accident or the problem yeah. or the issue. You're in, uh, he, can, he can test. The Brits, I call it the test. <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah. He's the only one who could, could threaten something. Yeah. But
0: I still I think that, that, it's, a, that it's a very long shot. Somebody asked me today, we, we had a big group at the house watching the race. My buddy Michael Gamson actually asked. He said, if, 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 it, if it gets close, if say it gets to 10, se- something happens and it's 10 seconds, will they actually race in Paris? You get time bonuses along the way. You have the bonuses on the finish line. I said, hell yeah, they'll race. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think the chances that Roman Bardet is going to get up in the field sprint and mix it up for a twenty probably not going to. You know, his chances aren't good there. But they they will race for sure. That if, was
1: one of the questions that came in. If it's really really tight going into the Champs elysees can that be contested? Because yeah. there's always sort of this unwritten. It's more of a
0: what what happens if it's you know. Thirty mile an hour wins, cross wins. They they're gonna race it.
1: Has it ever changed on the last day?
0: Uh, no. The only time it ever changed is when in nineteen eighty nine when they when they had the time trial, the time trial when was Greg Lemond beat yeah. Laurel Fignon. Um, that's the only time they never did that again. No, Imagine that's being exciting. The Frenchman, or you know, being like a oh, they biggest... were devastated.
1: Oh, that's like the the field goal kick at the end of a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. All right, you guys want to tackle some questions, and then I want to. Yeah,
0: but, but just before we get there, right quick, JB, a couple things. Uh, yesterday we had record downloads, so I'm I'm just look, I can't even talk, like the the I'm so appreciative, and yeah. the the fact that you guys are listening and tuning in and downloading, watching right now, whatever. Shit just blows me away. It's it is wild, and and so to you guys, thank you to SeatGeek Geek for coming on and 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 sponsoring to life size for sponsoring to people anybody who went to the store and essentially spo- thank you i mean it's just been we're all blown away we made press in cambodia today With, you know and you never know when you make it but when you when you're a headline in cambodia <laughs> as the disgraced lance armstrong has a good podcast i'm like it's good to see i'm still disgraced in cambodia <laughs> it's all good cambodia you know what?
1: Before we jump into the questions, I, I, I was thinking it'd be fun, and, and I know you got to get to a ride here. I'm going to try to keep this tight. With Dylan here, it's pretty interesting because as I'm watching the, the tour, and uh, a lot of names that are from your era, you, I'm talking you, Lance, and Dylan, a lot of names from your era are now in director roles, team manager roles. Yep. And I thought it'd be great with Dylan here to talk about life after cycling because— You know, a lot of these guys are retiring at 35, you know? Really, really young guys retiring. And some, obviously, stay in the industry. Yep. And a lot don't. Dylan being one of those who... Who did not. Who did not. Who went into tech. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how does that happen?
2: (laughs) Well, I think um, I was just lucky. Uh, You know, it's easy to look back on it and... and, uh, you know, say that like I had it all planned out, but it, it was just lucky I was in the right place at the right time. I was ambitious about starting a new career. Um, you know, interestingly enough, you know, the, I, I went to work at Google when I stopped racing on, on postal and, and the story I told when I was doing the interviews was I understood exactly what Google was trying to do because as an athlete, one of the things that I did is I got really frustrated with all the the race reports. You know, like I would go back and read the 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 race report from from whatever it was and i'd be like that didn't happen or like you wait you totally missed out the the, like most significant thing that happened so we got together with uh chris brewer who at the time was i think managing lance's website and uh, i got him to help me put my own website up and uh there was no blogging tools back in the day so i had to figure it out myself but it was like okay i'm gonna start basically producing my own content as a way to connect with people and kind of share stories and, um, you know, I started putting banner ads for my sponsors. And so I just kind of understood the model. And when I pitched it to Google, they're like, okay, let's let's give this kid a shot. So I was super lucky. And, and uh, he did all of this way back in 2013.
1: No, 2000. 2000 I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> when Dylan, <laughs> That was like the beginning of Google when you had to explain to people what Google was. Oh, did nobody you, knew what Google was. Isn't that when wild? Dylan
0: said, I'm going to work at Google, I thought, I thought, oh, they had an opening in a mail room. Like, how's, and, that, and then it was like... After like a month, I'm like, wait a minute, he ain't in the mailroom? Yeah. And Then you know, up until a couple or a month or two ago, he's senior VP at Yahoo. This this is, I'm yeah, just... he's pretty impressive, man.
1: Do you do you guys have any? Um, like like I said, a lot of guys stay in the industry, which is cool. But have there have there been guys that have just blown you away with what they've done after cycling. No. Besides Google boy over here, no,
0: mm. nobody, didn't uh. I don't know. Is no. That... I'm I'm, trying more, to... I'm more shocked that I just see a tweet that, you know, cuz OJ Simpson's getting out of jail soon. The the famous white bronco. My buddy Darren Ravel tweets that so the the, the bron uh, Al Collins' bronco is going back on the auction block. Projected price 750,000 to a million. Wow. 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 That's nuts. Anyways.
1: What how was that bragging rights to say you have the OJ Bronco? I don't know. But
2: <laughs> uh <laughs> All right, let's tackle some questions with both of you guys. I was ahead. just going to say that the, the thing that um, I've always been fascinated by, and I think this is just kind of a common uh, a narrative throughout my career in the tech industry, is just the way in which content is produced and the way content is consumed. And that that's both whether it's user-generated, professionally produced, um, and that also includes ads because in a lot of cases, you know, the advertising is the content in and of itself, but I think what's really cool, um, much later than I think should have happened, is that we're starting to see a whole new, uh, a whole new medium and a whole whole new way to to present a story around you know the Tour de France in this case, because that's what this is really about. The Tour de France is just a three-week story, and um, I think to the degree that that we're creating new mediums and new ways to do it is really interesting because i think everything's changing you know what else is super interesting to me is just this this event
1: this podcast is allowing you guys to have a voice where like i remember when you first got on twitter it was actually much like google being a mystery lance was the first person to tell me about twitter it was that long ago (laughs) but you was there's so that was the beginning of being able to have your own voice right. as an athlete, and now you take it this far. It's it's shifted things for the media, right? right? And there's it's no secret you've had a bit uh, adverse relationship with some media at times, right?
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> but, but isn't it? But I think it's better now. I, I also,
1: but all these writers coming in now, they can like we saw Taylor Finney is, is goofy and funny as he is. He's he's sending out daily memos. He's on generating video. his own content. Yeah. I, and
0: I, and, you know, what he was doing was he was, and I will just reveal this. I mean, he was uh, just sending NBC the videos I, and I text him. I said, Taylor, that con- that is your content. Yeah, mm-hmm. put that on don't your do site. not. Th- trust me, put it on. They will use it and they will credit you that they, you don't just send it. Th- this is 2017. You own that. We own this. Mm-hmm. So it's, and you know, lo and behold, you ended up doing that. They're still going to use it,
2: right? Um, yeah, but you know, what, what's mind blowing is that here we are in 2017, right? And the model around the production and delivery of content around the Tour de France has not changed, right? At all, not at all. I mean, yeah, they got they got a couple riders in the bunch riding around with GoPro cameras, and you see like little 30 second clips
0: three days yeah. later. But yeah. who cares? Like why they, that, that that hasn't taken off, Dylan? I know these the, 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 these bike cameras. It's it's they're not steady. It's it. The, yeah, they I mean, that, they, they're they're not even using that because it's it, it's not good. Well, but it, the, could, it could be. Good, it could be. But it's not there yet. It, it and we know why it's not. It's, it
2: has nothing to do with technology. Hmm. This is interesting because I know both of you guys talk about
1: young riders that you know come through your town and hang with you, and you spend time with them on the bike. Do you end up advising them, both of you, on the business side of things? Because that's what you're essentially doing right now. You're telling young
0: writers, you know, take control of your own brand and content. I know, but that's, I don't know. But, I mean, I do know, but it's, it's other than what I just said. I just, but what I would say to them, and what I'll say here, is even if I've had a contentious, me personally, I've had a, a very contentious relationship with the mainstream press. Whether it's the 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 Guardian or whether it's the New York Times or whether it's USA Today or whatever it is, y- you know, to think that you're going to discard those people and not talk to them and fuck them, I'm going to create my own content and I'm going to go s- direct to the consumer to my fan base. Eh, I tried that, like I said the other day with Brailsford. I've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. It, it it it's got a really shitty ending. So you, these guys, while I think it's good to own your content like Taylor can do that doesn't mean you can turn off or completely ignore or disregard mainstream, traditional, powerful press because they still are yeah, very powerful. But,
2: so I, you know, obviously 100% agree. I think the interesting the interesting examples of the evolution and emergence of new platforms and uh, ways of consuming content are um, products like Medium, right? Where this long-form publishing tools for anybody to, to reach an audience or even... In the case of this of sports and news business, uh, the players tribune. Mm. I mean, they're completely changing the the model. I mean, and I would argue that they're profession that's a professional news organization, but it's giving the athletes a voice and uh a, you know, a way of interacting with the fans that, that right. wasn't
0: possible before. Right. But but right, I got it. I agree with all that. Yeah. All I'm saying is that having lived the life that I've lived and and had this relationship from good to bad to wherever it is today, yeah. you still have to. You got to dance with them. You can't. You can't just go to the Players Tribune and and, um, yeah, yeah. Well, what I think it?
2: that they, I think that the hard part is that it doesn't always feel like the media understands that all boats rise with the tide.
1: All right, maybe you guys need to do a keynote at Interbike next year about
2: the business side of stuff. They still have Interbike? know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can find a better conference to go talk to. I
0: don't think. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's take a, a I, couple I, questions. I have to go ride my bike. <laughs> I know he's getting edgy. Edgy. I'm start edgy. packing my shit up here in a minute.
1: Uh, thanks for the very enlightening and insightful podcast. Appreciated. A few days ago, there was a question in regards to the tour being a team or individual sport. This made me mo- wonder,
0: whatever happened to the team time trial? It's an amazing question. And they brought it up in the in the broadcast today. Um they just don't do it very often anymore and i th- i think it's a shame that, having said that it is it, it does throw the race off because there are teams that are so strong as a team and it counts by the way if you don't know this or not the time on the team time trial counts for individual time so there are back in the day with postal industry, we had we would just nuke these fools in the ttt and i'd get 2 3 minutes on the Kelmays and the uskadis that's my two or three minutes,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that, I mean, what an advantage! And so, that uh, they don't like doing that probably for that very reason. But I will say this: people love it. They love seeing nine. They love seeing nine guys lined up with like a machine, the highest tech setup that you could, and just and no, seeing right. that machine going down the road. It's beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. So. So they're sitting there going, God, I know everybody loves it, but it, it changes the dynamic of the race completely. Uh they could do it next year, we don't know. But uh I was always a fan of the team time trial. I loved it. Even even going back to my amateur days when uh when it was a four man. I mean the Olympic format, the, the international format was was a four man sixty two mile team time trial. And you talk mm-hmm. about hard. Yeah. Bloody.
1: I remember it being a big story when they threw it in at, at you guys. I think they were trying to trip you guys up with that, thinking, oh, this American team won't Mm-mm.
0: dominate the uh, team no,
2: time no, trial. No. I think that was... Here's the
0: thing. The TTT, even back in the day, way back in the day when, when Indorine was winning the tours and you know, he had great climber, he, he did On paper, you say he's going to get smoked in the team time trial what what you didn't see is that he's Miguel Indurain and he can basically just go to the front not the whole time but when he's on the front they are going so fast that you know he they didn't do bad team they they didn't win them but he didn't give up that much time to the to his rivals cuz he's so all you need is one or two guys that can smartly sit on the front you know you don't want to get up there and immediately crank it to 35 miles an hour but Build into and just hold it and let the guys sit on you. But it's a big tactical advantage if you look this tour with Team Sky with a team time trial.
2: <laughs> that was killed. Everybody. We would we wouldn't, it, it wouldn't, would have been we over. wouldn't be
0: talking about
1: tomorrow. Right? Okay. Then it makes sense not to do it if they're trying to shake things up, right? I yeah. think they should do it. Um, here's a one last question. I know you got to go. Jay writes in. And this is just an interesting technical thing to maybe watch for with all the Froome mechanicals we've seen. It says, since Froome uses an oval chain ring... Yeah, O-rings. Uh, do you think it would be better if he did not shift off that big ring? They do have the little climb in the middle. And they point out, I remember Bobby Julik dropping a chain uh, with a situation like that years ago.
2: He, he might try to keep it in the big chain ring, run like a 28 in the back or 30. I don't
0: know. I've never ridden no ring, so I don't know if the if the shift quality is that much different. That, that's a good point, though. It might be. But, I, all I know is I don't care who you are or what your chain ring looks like tomorrow. When you shift, anybody that shifts on that climb tomorrow is stressing. Yeah. That that that, and I'm only talking about when it shifts down. So at the bottom of the climb, mm-hmm. if they're going for it, is going to be a slow and deliberate. It's the most important shift they will make the entire tour. So. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I guess it's yeah I don't I don't but um, he believes in those Bradley Wiggins believed in those I, you know I always looked at him and thought how did, is that w-? you know the it idea It seems is like they kind of come and go over time it does the Shimano made them with the bio whatever 30, bio pace bio pace thirty years yeah. ago so the idea is that it you know in any pedal stroke no, nobody's pedal stroke is perfectly consistent there are hot spots so there are parts. Where there's, you know, it's it's not a flat line. The power is not distributed equally throughout the pedal stroke. So the idea is that the oval ring helps redistribute that power to the pedals during the, am I saying this right? During the, 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 the lower periods or the lower spots.
1: Mm-hmm. Is
0: there any other
1: new TT tech that we can look for tomorrow? nothing's changed that well, much. well
0: let's go right back to i mean let's end with this i mean let's go right we talked at the beginning of this thing and it was you know the the, the controversy and the drama about chris room skin suit and the oh, yeah. and the patches and the I forgot and, about and, that and, that and, seems mm-hmm. like that was a year ago you know and then <laughs> and then these this french whiner came out and said they're cheating in his 30 <laughs> seconds and and i said at the start i said well we're gonna find out because at the end he may be wearing one that's not theirs oh and that's another thing so he'll be wearing the, the yellow be, the race provided yellow skin suit that's not going to have mm. that's right the stuff so if, if chris loses two minutes tomorrow uh, in the time trial we'll know there's something to that we'll suit. know there's something up with those patches i forgot that.
1: all about that that's See, interesting. i'm here to
0: remind you these things <laughs> <laughs> all right well
1: he had the option of wearing yellow in the opening time trial and he, he chose to wear his Of sketchy, course he did. Right? Yeah, you would. Okay. Well cool. Uh, if you want to hit up some merch, we got cool stuff in the We Do shop, we do shop.com. Uh, I know people are clamoring for it. If you don't see what you want, sign up for an email and you'll get notified when it gets replenished. Send right. th- send those comments. We got one more two more days to cover and so we love your comments and questions stages at wedosport.com. And the feed for anyone to subscribe is stagespodcast.com. Perfect. Thanks, y'all.